Brick and Mortar Reporter, Episode 148. Hey there, localists. This is Nick Unsworth of Life on Fire. Welcome you to the Brick and Mortar Reporter podcast. Today's podcast is jam-packed with tips, strategies, and the motivation you need to take your business to the next level. I'm excited about what you'll learn from today's interview. And don't forget that choosing local when you have the opportunity is vital to your community. So now, let me introduce your host, Christy Hostler, with today's interview. Hi there, localists. Welcome to the Brick and Mortar Reporter Podcast. My name is Christy, and as always, I'm your host today. And I'm so excited to have you here with us and to discuss all the things that we're going to be talking about relating to building a podcast for a local business. I am not aware of anyone that is currently doing this. So we're setting the trend. We're paving the way. So we want to do it right. Now, before I get into our content for today, I do need to remind you that our sponsor for this show is Team Podcast. Now, Team Podcast is the one-stop shop for all of your podcast support services. What they've done is they've taken every big task that a that a podcaster would actually have and they've bundled it together in one package for one price so all your audio editing your show notes your social media graphics uh, integrating your lead pages to try to capture emails all those things that you might not have time to do and might even not have the technical know-how to do they can do it all for you and are glad to take the load off of you so that you can then have your time free to create great podcast. If you're interested, simply go to teampodcast.com, teampodcast.com, and you'll find everything you need. So today we are picking up with part two of building a podcast for a local business. And the business that we're building a podcast for is a restaurant. So before we get to the point of talking about marketing our podcast, we left off last week's episode just to give you a recap about answering the questions about why we're doing a podcast for a local business. What are we hoping to get out of it? What are we hoping to accomplish by having uh, the podcast? And those answers are going to vary depending on your business and your market. Some of them could be a return on your investment. You want more customers and more revenue. I mean, obviously, that's the goal of all business, but that could be a specific goal of your podcast, and then you will use your podcast to do that. The other part is you might do it to drive loyalty within your customer base. Maybe you have a very competitive market and you're seeking to differentiate yourself from all the other choices in the exact same segment that you're in and you want to differentiate yourself and give your customers something else. You might even be looking to engage your customers. You might even be looking for a way to really get them involved in the life of your business. And again, a podcast is a great way to do that. We talked about determining after you determine, you know, which of those things are your main goals, determining what the format's going to be. Um, are you going to just talk? Are you going to have different employees talk? Are you going to have people come on and, and interview them and maybe even bring your customers on a time or two and have them talk about what a blessing your business has been to them and how great they you are and how they love it and all this other stuff that you know your customers would say about your business. You also need to determine the format and the frequency of your podcast. So once you do all that, you're then ready to begin uh, setting up and talking about how you're going to market this podcast once you start creating episodes. That's where we pick up today. And let me just say, before we even get started, that the success of your podcast for your local restaurant will be directly proportional 
to how well you market and promote your own podcast. Let me also say that the more creative you can be with your podcast, the more it's going to be shared and the more it will grow organically because you want your customers cluing in other people about the podcast. And these are just two things that you need to keep into consideration. Now, the first thing is there is no mold for a podcast for a local restaurant. Why? Because nobody's doing it. So you can be as creative as you want. You can take it. There's no, there's no boundaries and no parameters that say this is the realm it has to function in. I mean, you could be as creative as having your employees write a jingle for your intro and your outro for a podcast and then recording it. Or you could have all kinds of, you could have your, your customers do artwork and do a contest for your artwork for your podcast album cover. I mean, there's a lot that you can do that is really going to be limited only by your imagination. And so if you think about it, think about it from the perspective, if you had a favorite local restaurant, what would you want to hear from them as a customer? And let that kind of guide you. You know who your target audience is with your customer base. You know what probably what age demographic, you know what uh what their likes and dislikes are, you know, what they complain about. So you should have a good idea of who your target audience is. And then every decision that you make, you want to make it in terms of that target audience. And what would that target audience want? That's what you need to be thinking about along those lines. Now, once you've kind of got your content schedule created and you know who's going to do this and who's going to do that and you've got your recording equipment set up and we talked about all of that in the last episode. So if you haven't caught that episode yet, go back and listen to that because that's the part one that's getting your feet off the ground. And we were talking about equipment and things like that and how it's probably going to cost you less than $100 to set up a podcast, and uh, which is very reasonable for uh, something that could be so impactful in your business. But now we're on to the internal marketing. And at this point, your internal marketing is going to be the biggest channel that you're going to use to promote your podcast. And when I say internal marketing, I am talking about the marketing you do within your business to the people that are there. And for a local restaurant, that crowd can be different every single day of the week. In fact, you might get people that come to your restaurant twice a month. So it's always important for you to be promoting this podcast every single day. Well, how do you promote something internally? How do you promote um, whenever you have a, a menu change or whenever you have a special for the day or whenever you have something going on that you want to get the word out? What are you currently doing to tell your customers about it? Well, you would also want to use those channels to tell your customers about your podcast. But I want to show you how to take it one step further. Now, this is the part of building a podcast that you probably need to set aside a few budget dollars for. It doesn't, it's not going to be a huge spend. I mean, we're not talking about thousands of dollars or anything like that. Um, but initially, if you can make a, an investment in a few key things, then after that, that initial investment is is over with and pretty much you're just using those tools to point people to it through word of mouth and that sort of thing. So 
it's not the type thing where you'll need to spend $500 a month advertising your podcast. But in the beginning, it might take you $500 to get some of these key pieces of advertising material. And I think one of the best ways to promote a podcast is number one, you're, you're going to have created in your podcast preparation, you're, you're going to have created a logo or a graphic. And it's probably going to be very closely related to your restaurant logo. And it will just have, you know, the word podcast in it. And it will be um, very similar for your branding for your restaurant. So it's not going to be like reinventing the wheel. It might just be tweaking, um, you know, and you could also do a, you know, some sort of take on, um, to go or take out or something like that. Since you're, you are talking about a restaurant, um, now you can, they can take the restaurant with them. They can take it to go by listening to the podcast. And so, you know, you could do some sort of internal marketing campaign around that and come up with some sort of cute tagline for it. Um, and again, the sky's the limit. You, you're only limited by your creativity. But one thing that I would do if it were me and I was at a local restaurant and I was trying to publicize something is I would use free online software to create a QR code. And I will link up to one of the free ones in the show notes. So make sure you go get the downloadable PDF at the um, for the show notes on this episode. It's going to be brickandmortarreporter.com slash forward slash 148 because this is episode 148. So I would use a free software to create a QR code. And what you do with a QR code, uh, you can have some that are custom made that will, um, the QR, like the little pixels and that sort of thing. If you don't know what a QR code is, it's the scannable codes that you'll see. It's like a little square, almost like the size of a stamp in some places. And you can scan it with any smartphone and it will take you, it, essentially when you scan it, it connects you to a link that that QR code is linked up to. And in this situation, you would link that QR code to your podcast. Um, you can link it to your podcast uh, URL on your website. You could also link it to your iTunes podcast URL. It's wherever you want to point and wherever you want to direct traffic. My preference would be to get them to our website. So you could do that, point that, point the QR code there. But beyond that, the um, QR code is made up of almost like black and white pixels. And they have um, all this different formatting. And each one is unique and each one is different. But some of them will actually let you create a word or a image in your QR code that would also be another way to brand. You know, you could, if you're, you know, name of your restaurant or something could be written out in those pixels, then again, it's a branding thing. So I would get a QR code created. It's free to do. And if you choose a paid option, like doing a custom one, it's very, very cheap to do. You do these through online programs point it to what URL you want, which if it were me, it would be the podcast website, um, the the podcast page on my website. Now, at this point, you've got a QR code that you're going to use for all of your promotions. The podcast QR code, along with the podcast graphic and the logo that, that was created very closely related to your restaurant logo, are really all of the promotional, uh, all of the artwork you need for any type of promotion. Now that you have the QR code, one of the things I would do is I would create a sticker uh, that would go on the door that I would have every single customer going in and out see that. Um, it could see, it could be, you know, 
scan here to take whatever the name of the restaurant is with you, um, you know, and point them to the podcast. But it's a sticker. It can be the size of the Visa MasterCard uh, type logo stickers you might put on your door. It could be even bigger than that. I mean, you could make it to where it takes up half of your door. It's just completely up to you. Um, there, There is a cost to make those, and I can point you to a place online where you can get those. And it's not a big thing. It's still very, very cheap to do that. But you're going to start from the time they come in the door. You know, the QR code can be done in so many different ways. And if you have your employees wearing a uniform or a logoed t-shirt or a logoed polo shirt or something like that, a QR code could easily be put on to that uniform. And you could even, I mean, you could play it up depending on the type of restaurant you have. You could play it up and do anything you want to with it. I mean, you could even put a QR code on the back of all your employees' shirts and, you know, put something like, I saw you checking me out. If you want to see everything, scan this. And there you go. And so it's just sort of um, being a little bit uh, provocative, but at the same time, you're pointing it back to your podcast website. You could also do something with the word scanning and and checking me out and and that sort of thing and have a contest to see how many people, you know, you could have your employees have some sort of little special thing that they're giving out, uh, whether it's a coupon for a free drink or a special something that they're giving out. And every time somebody scans, they get that little thing. And before you know it, other you'll see that kind of take off in a contagious way in your restaurant. Definitely want to really utilize that QR code because that is going to be the lifeblood to getting your customers to your podcast. In the beginning, you're going to have to do a lot of contests, promotions, coupons, etc. to get people listening to it. But beyond the putting it as a scannable on a scan, scannable QR code on any type of wearable that your employees are doing, you can also, if you have menus, that you've got in your business instead of just like a board or something like that that people order from. If you have menus, you don't have to redo the whole menu to have it on there. Just get some little stickers made that can go on the front or the back of your menu that can allow people to have it in their hands and scan it and it will promote the podcast right there with what's in their hand. You can also do table tents with promotional advertisement for your podcast with that QR code and some you know, cute wording and whatever it is you might be giving away for them downloading and listening to your podcast. You could also put it on business cards and hand it out to your customers. I've seen people do that with TripAdvisor ratings, cards. Um, I've seen them do it with other things. And so don't be afraid to put your podcast on a business card. I mean, business cards, you can get them, you know, 500 for pretty reasonable these days. And so don't be afraid to put it on your a business card and hand them out or put them in the bill for each with each customer that comes through and pays. And so you can just easily stick them in where you give them their receipt and that sort of thing. So the QR code would be absolutely phenomenal to get your visual kicked off for your podcast. That combined with your logo is really all you need. Now, the more you can get people to start scanning and start listening, the better off you're going to be. Now, with this internal marketing campaign, just like anything else, you have to have your employees talking about it. You have to have them involved. And they can talk about it the same way they would your daily specials. They can socialize it with your customers. You know, when they bring your customers the drinks. I mean, you could even actually, honestly, you could have them tell the people about your podcast 
asked, hand them the card or the QR code or point to it on the menu and say, um, you know, this might be something cool to listen to while you're waiting for your, your meal. And you could put something in that podcast episode that you're you're pointing them to that says, hey, if you're in the restaurant right now listening to this while you're eating the meal, tell your server whatever, maybe a code word or something like that, and they've got a special treat for you. And maybe there's a special drink or a special um, something that you're giving, a dessert or something like that, that you're giving for people that will do that. And then you get engagement and you get other people um, seeing what they're doing. And I mean, you can take it however you want to, but everything needs to point back to the podcast. Get your employees talking about it. Get them over the fear of sharing it. They need to be telling people about it. You know, in some ways, you might get people that are at your restaurant that don't even know what a podcast is, but I bet they have a smartphone there. So maybe it's a good idea to show your employees, hey, here's how you'd walk an Android user through getting on the podcast. Here's the QR code. Let me show you how to scan it and show them on the phone, the Android. Then you might also want to show them how to do it on an iPhone. It's very easy to do. But if your customer can't do it, you want someone there that can guide them through. So have your customers interacting with you through your employees. Have your employees talking about it. Have your employees pushing it. Have your employees, I'm not saying shove it down people's throat, but they need to be, it needs to be an education and awareness campaign that your employees are used to doing the same way they would do daily specials or anything else that's going on with the restaurant. So once you do that, and then you can also, you know, begin to have the employees come on your podcast. If your customers love your business and they feel a direct connection to your business, they will listen to your podcast because they want to find out more. They want to get more of what you're putting out. They want to find out how you do things. They want to go behind the scenes. They want to know where the recipe for the pecan crusted chicken came from because it's unlike anything they've ever seen. You know what I mean? They want to know where all this stuff comes from, where your inspiration comes from, you know, how you do what you do. So don't be afraid to share that. And in the beginning, give people a reward for doing it. You're getting them a condition to listen to the podcast on it as frequently as you publish it. Now, after you do the QR code and get it on your wearables and around your, your, physical location, get your employees talking about it. The other thing you want to do is make sure that if you are currently engaging in any sort of print advertising, that the minute you are able to update your your advertisement, that you update your ad to include information about your podcast and that QR code. Many times you might have an ad that you just keep running over and over again with the local newspaper, even the weekly newspapers that are out throughout the communities, and you just never really, uh, you just send them the artwork once, or maybe even it's printing a business card once, and you have them put, put that in there every single time. Well, the moment you you have the opportunity to re-up that or change any kind of graphic on that, make sure you're including your podcast in that print advertising that you're already doing. I'm not saying, you know, go out and do print advertising just for this because you don't. But if you're already incorporating that, which most restaurants are, you definitely want to update that graphic for your advertising. Now, here's something that not a lot of people think about doing to get press for your podcast. And um, I've seen it done effectively. And if you do it right, this form of advertising will love you. 
And let me tell you what it is. If you have um, a local newspaper that has a local section and there are local writers that are dedicated to filling that local section of paper with content. If you and maybe your employees, maybe you're, maybe you have an employee that's a, a journalism major or a English person or you know, just creative writing or something like that, you do the write up about your restaurant doing a podcast and driving local business through your podcast. I guarantee you it's a story that nobody else is doing. And what it does, it combines the best of both worlds, local, and this new thing that a lot of people are just now finding out called podcasting. And so with it combining those two, it becomes an extremely relevant conversation because it's also kind of taking brick and mortar to the digital world and marrying the two in a way that has not been done before. For. If you do the write-up and write it like you would, like you were a reporter, and you write it in third person, so you're talking about your business, and you're talking about this, that, or the other, and you can even include quotes where you're quoting yourself, or you're quoting your employees, or you're quoting your customers, and also include some really nice images. Images of you recording your podcast, or your employees recording your podcast, or your employees standing there with their t-shirts on that have the QR code in front saying, check this out, you know, whatever it is, you want to include multiple images along with the write-up. If you do this and then submit it to your local writers for your local business section of the paper that is in your town, you will have done that reporter a huge favor. And your chances of getting that feature are way higher than if you just sent them an email saying, hey, we're doing this. I didn't know if you, it might be interesting if you wanted to do a story about them. Spoon feed them the story. Now, you want to make sure that it's something that is written like they could use it. You know, you don't want to fill it full of typos and crazy formatting and some sort of crazy font. I mean, give it to them as, in as usable form as possible so that all they have to do is essentially call and verify or come by and verify and check out the story and put it to, through to their editor and have it edited and boom, it's good to go. If you do that, I cannot tell you how many times you will get featured in the local paper about what you're doing with your business. And even when you're doing that, you can include, you want to include the links to your website with the podcast page and get that local traffic. That paper is going in the hands of your local target audience. So there is absolutely no reason not to spoon feed that reporter. Between me and you, reporters are a little bit lazy. And if you can give them a story where they don't have to do anything with it and it's easy for them, they will put it in their back pocket and pull it out whenever a deadline is coming and they don't have it pulled together with all the other stories they are working on. So you spoon feed it to them, they have it, and they can use it exactly the way it is and you come out looking like a champ. You get the press. The reporter comes out looking like a champ because they've put together this great story. And now it's a win-win. And there's no reason not to do this. And if you do this continually throughout the course of whatever you're doing with your business, if you do this kind of thing, you know, don't wait on the reporters to find you. Don't wait on them to come out to your location and give you, you know, a, an interview. Go ahead and start putting your stuff in their hands. 
you will get press. If there are local, not even local, but if there are other publications that are even in your niche, I mean, we see Southern Living Magazine have a whole section about local restaurants. You might see other local business magazines that have a section dedicated to restaurants and and whatever's going on. Maybe it's the dining out guide. Maybe it's some other things. If you can craft a story toward their target audience, whatever that publication is, using your podcast and your restaurant as a uh, model, then you will have a very good chance of getting a whole lot more publicity for your restaurant and your podcast. So those are a couple of things that you can do. And part of the reason to do them is, number one, that people rarely do it. They rarely take the time to put it together and put it out in the format that somebody could use. They wait for someone else to do all the work. So go ahead and do it. You might have an employee that is just perfectly suited to do this for you. Use whatever you have, but get it together. You might even need to outsource it. Pay a, a writer. Uh, you can find them all over the internet online. Pay an, an, a writer 50 bucks to write an article about you. Get some good pictures and, and you're good to go. And then start submitting that. And then whenever you get get it published in one article, go back to the writer and have them rewrite it. Have them change it around. Have it have them present a different light or even give a little more updated information since some time has gone by. And then submit it to the next one. You don't want to submit the same article to six different publications. Because then once it's published, they're going to look like idiots if they try to publish it. They need to know you've crafted a unique article for their audience. And so if you do that, it's a great way to get publicity that you don't have to pay a dime for. So that's one of my best tips. (laughs) So take it and use it. It's a little bit time consuming, but it will be worth it in the end whenever you get the publicity and you're in the bag as far as getting on the front page of the local business section. Now, a couple of things I wanted to remind you of. We've kind of gone over a lot of marketing information. And again, there will be a downloadable PDF on the website, brickandmortarreporter.com forward slash 148 will be uh, where it will be. And you can get all of this written out so you can know what your checklist is and that kind of thing. But a couple of thoughts. Like any marketing campaign, in the beginning, you will have to use more contests, more promotions, more giveaways. You can let your employees come up with contests, promotions, and giveaways. You can even do some crazy things like having a VIP-only time where you would only let your podcasters into your restaurant. You know, if there's a time whenever you're already closed, a lot of restaurants sometimes close maybe sometime in the afternoon, maybe between like 2.30 and 5 or something in between that lunch and dinner hour. You know, maybe there's a day a week that you want to open it up and have a happy hour, a happy hour with great specials and great deals just for your podcast listeners. You know, there might be a time whenever you're, you know, maybe your restaurant's only open for lunch and dinner, but you might want to have a breakfast only where you invite people that listen to the podcast. And how do you know when who to invite? You put it on your podcast and you have a way for them to sign up for it. And so they make their reservation, they come to breakfast, they have a lovely time, and you've got your captive audience right there. So 
you can make your customers feel very special by including them in this elite group that's listening to your podcast and really taking action on your content. And your content is all about you and your restaurant. And the action they take is interacting with your restaurant. If you're a, a restaurant that has music or has some sort of uh, entertainment there, you know, uh, you might be able to give time just for your VIP podcast listeners where they can come and listen. You might also have special seating section. Maybe the most scenic or the best view or the best seats in the house are reserved for podcast listeners that come in and say whatever the code word is for that. Say, I'd like to be seated in the whatever section, and before you know it, your best seats of your house are going to your most loyal customers, your podcasters. I mean, this doesn't cost you any money to do something like that. It doesn't cost you a dime to say, these are the prime seats in the house and we are going to give them to our best customers on a nightly basis. And those are the ones that you fill up with the people that come in from the podcast. And and you, you tell them how to interact with you about that. You tell them, come into our restaurant tonight, say this word or tell us you want to be seated in the such and such section and you get the best seats in the house. You know, whether it's by the roaring fireplace or whether it's by the, you know, overlooking water, whatever it is, that's reserved for your best people. Absolutely free to do that. But you know what it makes those people feel like? Man, it makes those people feel like a million bucks. It really does. So definitely make sure you get on board with figuring out the contests and figuring out everything that you need to do to really get your users involved. And really, you're going to have to go overboard in treating them special in the beginning. But after that, you just have them hanging on your every word from your content. So this is all about marketing your podcast and how you get the word out about it and how well you market it will directly impact how successful your podcast is in driving customer engagement, repeat business, and loyal customers. Once again, I want to remind you that this podcast is sponsored by Team Podcast, and Team Podcast is the one-stop shop for all of your podcast support services. It's bundled together in one package. You pay one low price. You don't have to manage six or eight virtual assistants and train them and pay them all individually. You pay once. You deal with one account manager. All your work gets done, and your time gets freed up so that you can then create great podcast content. So simply go to teampodcast.com. That's teampodcast.com and find out everything you need to know to get started today. I want to thank you again for listening to the podcast. I appreciate the time and the, the attention and the energy that you give me whenever you take the moment out of your day to listen to this podcast. I hope you find this information helpful and useful, and we definitely would love to hear from you. So hook up with us on Facebook, on Twitter, uh, Brick and Mortar Reporter Podcast. It's very simple to find us. And uh, you can also check us out on the website, brickandmortarreporter.com. So we'd love to hear from you. And thanks again for listening. I hope you have a fantastic day. All right. Thank you for listening to the Brick and Mortar Reporter Podcast. I'm Nick Unsworth of Life on Fire, reminding you that building your business happens step by step. Whether you're just starting or growing your business, use what you heard in this interview today to build a strong foundation for your business. Make sure you don't miss a single episode by subscribing to the Brick and Mortar Reporter Podcast in iTunes. And remember, when you have the choice, choose local.
This podcast is produced in whole or in part by Team Podcast.